0: cliffcentral.com Hey, what's up, everybody? i a.k.a. Mr. Kwan, a.k.a. P-L-I-N-D, and you're listening to the Unplugged Radio Show, 12 to 1 p.m. Every single Thursday on Cliff Central. It's too short,
1: like me. Yo, 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 what's poppin', everybody? Thank you for tuning to Unplugged and in charge. It is your boy, Vaughn Thiel. I'm holding it down because the rest of the squad is out doing what they gotta do. You know, we usually roll squad deep, but today... I gotta do it alone. I gotta do it alone. But we've got some cool guests coming up. We've got some really cool topics to talk about. I was actually, like, I've been away, man. I know it feels like a while since I've been in the studio. In fact, I was like trying to learn the decks again. I felt like the first, time I felt like the first time I was back here on 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 the air because uh, I was I've been away for a couple of weeks doing a, doing a couple of things which I'll talk to you guys about. But it's good to be back, and it's good to be back talking to you guys, man. This is usually my favorite part of the week. I know that uh, the rest of the guys. I'm not happy that they, they're not here. Um, but you know, we also got to do, we, we also got a whole lot of things that we got to handle, uh, in our own capacity. So it's okay. We forgive you. Everybody forgives you. No problem. Shout out to Weza. Shout out to some Piwe and shout out to Lesejo. I know they're busy holding it down wherever they are. Um, but for now, it's me and you, man. It's me and you. We're going to be chatting about a few things. One of the things I want to touch on today. I actually, I actually watched a, a YouTube video. Okay, There's this guy His name I, I want to pronounce it correctly But I'm just trying to Let me just see if I can get it here His name is I think it's Simon Or it's Simon But I, I'm going to say Simon Sinek He's a he's a, um, a British and American author Motivational speaker And a marketing consultant uh, He's author of three books Including the 2009 bestseller Start With Why How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone To Take Action He's 43 years old, born in October, shout out, uh, in Wimbledon, London. And he's got this, he's got this video on YouTube that I found like someone sent it to me. In fact, a very good sort of colleague or I would say colleague, but we more like partners in some sense, um, he sent it to me over WhatsApp, and uh, he told me to to watch it. I think maybe maybe some of it reminded him of me, because <laughs> after watching it, I was like, "Damn, bro! I hope you don't think that of me." But anyway, it's it's a really interesting, and it's called on a, it's 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 Simon it's it's Simon Cynic on Millennials in the Workplace. If you have a look at that on YouTube, you'll 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 get the full detail. But I want to break it down to you guys in like a um in like a a short sort of. You know, summarized fashion because it is fairly in, it's 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 pretty in detail when you watch it. But I kind of like just summarized it before I walked into the show because it really caught my attention. Right, so just before we get into that, I know I said that I was away um and it's actually quite interesting that this video felt, felt, like came across my path this morning because while I was away I was in I was in England for a while uh in early Jan, sorry in late Jan early Feb and then uh, last weekend I was in Germany uh, I was uh, traveling with Shane we had a couple of uh, sort of things to handle uh, when we were that side Uh, With regards to sort of branding and business And and whatever else, all that boring stuff So we were in Berlin for a couple of days But what was really interesting was The people I got to meet there And the conversations that I was able to have In in different sort of situations In a completely different country With people from a completely different culture You know, it was a really eye-opening experience And I think um, one thing I learned Is that, you know, us millennials uh, Are very like-minded A lot of our Like a lot of our uh, um, opinions and our struggles are very are kind of shared across the board. Uh, you know, thanks, Paliza, for coming through and just uh, fixing that for me. That shout out to Paliza, my producer. <laughs> she walks in here like she knows what's going on. Relax, yo, relax. <laughs> I told you, work for me. <laughs> okay, sorry guys, my bad. If you guys saw that, it would have been funny. Um, yeah, so um, I got to have a chat with a couple of young people in in Berlin, and. It was really interesting to see that the struggles us young South Africans have are kind of shared across the border, you know, in across the world, it seems like. Like the concept of what we think of politics here and the concept of working and the workplace and uh, job satisfaction and relationships, all these things are like almost like a global shared issue. I think I want to say it like that because I was having a, a chat to this girl. for She was born in, in Germany, but she could speak English very, very well. I think most – you know, it's like most people in Europe can speak English. Guys, we need to step our game up, us English-speaking people. We can't speak any other language. It's pathetic. It's really pathetic. Anyway, so I was having a chat to her, and um, she – she uh she she was t- talking to me about the political situation in Germany and uh, all all around the world pretty much just like what well, how they see things and she mentioned she was actually talking about our political um our, our political issues that we're facing, and it felt like she was really, really like, up to date with what's going on in South Africa, which was fairly, which was fairly nice to 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 hear because it kind of like tells me that people are paying attention to us, you know. Although the, what she had to say was pretty bad, she wasn't obviously positive about our political situation, which I don't think we are either. But you know, it was just cool to see that the rest of the world does look to us, which is also kind of adds the sense of responsibility to me. But I kind of felt this shared understanding of of life and our points of view on life, and I had no idea who she was. In fact, I'll never ever speak. To to her again i don't think but it was really good to see that young people all over the world had this like mindedness and especially you know uh, millennials which was which was quite a like eye opening impactful thing for me because i kind of felt like a lot of the time you go you guys that listen to the show and us who host the show we we kind of like sometimes or i kind of feel like maybe it's just us you know maybe it's just us who feel this way and think these things but it's it really it really wasn't and it was really really cool to see that she was you, you know she was mentioning things like um how she believes that I'm slightly cynical because i was talking to her about how i think world war three is going to come like i don't know man it's just it's just this thought i've been having over the last couple of weeks especially traveling just watching how america are trying to isolate themselves uh britain are isolating themselves with brexit and and these type of things are happening around the world and it kind of like starts making me feel like they're preparing for something major and you know that's you know the powers that run this world make money from from wars and uh and, and conflict and that's when the the profitability is the most for the richest in the world so it it gets a little sensitive now uh, when you start speaking about these things within within the countries that they that you actually believe might start them and i'm talking to this this german girl about what my my, my thoughts are on, on this isolation of america and uh and britain and how i think it's preparation for a world war and she starts telling me that i'm cynical she's like you you're an idiot i was like whoa all right <laughs> what, what do you tell someone you're in their country they're calling you an idiot you're like damn i said so look it's just my perspective you know i'm I, I maybe i am fairly cynical i mean look i'm open to the criticism and I, I listened to what she had to say and i kind of agreed with her at the end of the day she 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 opened my eyes to 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 a new way to look at it she said to me she said vaughn you know what i think you're cynical and i think you have a very negative point of view on this thing she said back in the day Wars started because there was social tension. So social tension erupted. And because there wasn't any other way of dealing with it, because she believes that as human beings, we have evolved, we have grown, which in a sense makes, which, which in a way makes sense to me. Because if you take anything and put it into the world and watch it over time, surely it evolves, right? There's an evolution that takes place, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, but there's something that takes place and human beings should become better. We should evolve. That should be the belief that we have. Um, you know, internally, that we are becoming better beings. Okay. So, anyway, I'm listening to what she says, and she says to me that social tension, uh, was, it existed, and what, what happened was back in the day that they didn't know how to deal with it alternatively. So, the only other alternative was conflict, and then which caused war. Okay. There wasn't this open, connected, um, world That allowed people To experience Different people's Perspectives all the time So the internet Wasn't really It wasn't around uh, Social media Wasn't around The ease of access To information Wasn't around So a lot of the Things that really Channeled our opinions On certain things Were non-existent Which means that People didn't have The ability to see From another perspective Or even Sort of um, Try put themselves In somebody else's shoes Okay And Because of that The only solution was conflict, and that's where war came from. So what she was telling me is that people have evolved, systems have evolved, you know, the world has evolved. She believes that there's enough good in the world to resolve issues without going to war, without going to a world war at, you know, which would obviously cause mass, mass, mass destruction and devastation. So... In a way, I listened to her, and I thought, you know what that's the comp- sort of the complete opposite point of view that I had because I kind of start getting i get pretty cynical about us and how we are um, and and how we we handle situations, even just us as young people which which we 're going to get into but you know I, I listened to her and I thought wow that's actually such a nice that 's actually such a nice um, refreshing perspective from somebody that lives in a country um that I'm visiting for the first time that I've never spoken to before. And it was really an honest, nice conversation. And it, it really sort of motivated me and uh, inspired me to tell you guys and share it. So I've been sharing it with a few people that are, that are in my life. But I feel like, I feel like we need to consider this perspective and we need to take it into, into our hearts and really analyze what it is, the kind, what, what kind of people we are. Are we the kind of people that are able to solve uh, social tensions without conflict? I think South Africa needs that You know, I think South Africa really needs um People that can solve Social tensions and ills Without having to get into extreme Devastating conflict Because that doesn't really lead to uh, A happy place, not at all Not for anybody, not for the receivers, not for the givers It just really doesn't Work out the way We envision it Because conflict is never a pretty thing Um, Specifically if it's violent And if it's destructive so, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys saying that, you know, there's young people out there that really believe they are best, good people in this world. And I think that we as young people should also believe that. And I think over and above that, it places a responsibility on us. Cause if we believe there are good young people out there and good people that can resolve issues without conflict, we need to be those people too. Don't just believe it and be the idiot that is the, the problem. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't do that. So, yeah, it was a, it was a great trip all in all, but I'm glad to be back. Um, I'm really, I'm really excited to be back and, and back on the radio. It's like obviously my favorite place to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got a good show lined up. I've got a good guest coming through. Uh, we've got a, we've got, uh, Little Nolo in the building. He is, uh, a social entrepreneur. He's going to take us through his journey. We're going to be speaking about how you got to be with the people that build with you. Um, we're going to be, we're going to be joining, he's going to be joining us on air, uh, in a couple of minutes while I run through some of the things that this guy was speaking about. Simon, Simon Sinek. He he kind of like he kind of made me feel um <laughs> I don't know if I felt like slightly called out or slightly insulted but he was he was pretty he was pretty harsh in what he had to say um so if i had to sum it up I'm going to tell you guys I'm going to break it down to four points look he did have four points in what he was saying uh, because he kind of like he, he kind of like researched this for days so I'm I, you know bear with me if I do miss a couple of points but what he was talking about are millennials in the workplace okay and you guys can you know you guys can tweet me uh, at at uh, at V underscore the everything and hashtag unplugged radio show to give me your point of view you can also hit me up on WhatsApp or hit the station up on WhatsApp if I can just find the number here we go you can hit us up on whatsapp on 079-748-2090 you guys can communicate with me via that i've got it up here on the screen tell me what you think if you think i'm talking shit if you think this guy's talking shit let me know either way it's cool with me bro uh yeah so i'm gonna go into the in, into the first point that he made okay so he was saying that millennials are born from 1984 upwards okay so 1984 to, to date are considered millennials all right what he said is that we grew up with parents that told us we can be anything, we can achieve anything just because we want it. What we want, we can achieve simply because it is what we want. Okay, so we grew up in this in this environment at home or this environment with our friends that said, you know, as a millennial, you can be anything you want just because you want it. When you want it, you can have it. Okay, so so then he goes on to say that we grow up and we uh, we we have this mentality throughout school. That uh, you know, if we want it, we can get it. Um, And then we leave school and we end up in the workplace, and we got a boss, and we've got uh, people around us, and we 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 slowly start to realize that um, you can't actually have anything just because you want it. It requires a process. Um, It it takes time. Um, You know, you you as a millennial, you go into a workplace saying. I really want to make an impact. That's where I want to work. I want to work in a place where I feel valued, where I have an impact, where I can make a difference. That's the shared uh, mindset of millennials, uh, which is great, which he even says he really loves. But because, um, but because of the the nature of, um, because of the nature of, of of the world and the workplace, it doesn't just happen because you want it. Okay, now the result of this, the result of young people learning that it doesn't just happen because you want it, after being told throughout our whole young life that we can have it just because we want it, breaks our self-esteem. Okay, so he goes on to say that this is the generation with the lowest self-esteem in history. He says that because we realize our mom can't get us that promotion, Um, you know, uh, just because we want that position doesn't mean we have to go through all the other positions to get there. You know, these types of realities hit us so hard and uh, essentially according to Simon Sinek breaks our self-esteem and we have the lowest self-esteem of all generations. When I heard that, I was like, well, like I, I, that's how I sounded Because I was kind of Shocked To feel That this guy Thinks that I have Possibly the lowest Self-esteem Out of all other generations Because I'm a millennial So I'm sitting there Thinking to myself that, That's bullshit bro Like I don't feel like um I've got a low self-esteem And then He hit me with like a A point that hit me really hard because he was like, I get these wonderful, excited millennials that want to make differences in the workplace. I sit down with them and I talk to them about their jobs and I say to them, You know, how's your job going? And they say, Um, it's okay, but I'm thinking about quitting. And he says, Why are you thinking about quitting? And the millennial will say to him, Uh, it's because I've only been here, no, no, because I'm not making an impact. And he says, Well, how long have you been working here? And he says, Eight months. (laughs) And then he's like, Exactly, you've only been here for eight months. You need to push on. Now, my first job, I quit after eight months. Because I was like, hell no, man. This sucks, bro. Like, I don't want to work at this place. I couldn't see a future in it. I couldn't forecast any possibility. So I left. So I think, in a way, he might not be 100% correct in saying that as young people, we quit just because... We don't have the fight in us. But I do understand his point of view because then he moves on to something saying that we don't have any coping mechanisms for stress. And the reason he says this is because we live in a world and we live in a world that is so digitally connected. We have access to social media and information in everybody's lives all the time. Okay. So what I'm saying to you guys is that this is a mechanism that creates pressure and addiction. And what he, what he, what he says about this, what he, what he, what he goes into is that it's a factual it's factual i almost said it's a factual fact what a moron right it's 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 factual that um when you get likes on instagram or retweets or like a 100 comments on facebook and people liking your pictures and engaging with you on social media that it releases a chemical in your brain called dopamine what dopamine does is numbs you to reality it excites you it's the same effect you get when you smoke and when you drink now most alcoholics drink because they escape the stress from social stress work stress um, relationship stress They they usually become alcoholics because of that And most of them discover alcohol in their teenage years So what he was saying is that we have a legal limit On alcohol, we have a legal limit on smoking But we don't have a legal limit on social media So young people are exposed to this dopamine effect This instant gratification This numbing effect to stress This numbing effect to um, coping At a young age So we become addicted Because we sit we sit with our phones in situations Where we are with our friends I'm sitting with guys in a room I'm having a chat to them. They are my friends, right? Um, what happens is I look at my phone and I start messaging someone who isn't there. That's not the right thing to do. You should be in the present. You should be with the people that you are around because that starts, to, that starts to alleviate the addiction that we've built over all the years. Okay. So he starts to speak about the fact that millennials now have the lowest self-esteem of all generations because we realize that things don't just come because we want them. Okay? It's not ideal like that. He goes in to say that we don't have any coping mechanisms for stress because we have relied on social media. Because mentally, subconsciously, um, the dopamine has been released for so many years in our minds when we get the positive engagement on social media that the minute something stressful happens in our lives, we shift over to relying on social media. So we don't have anything to cope with anymore. Okay? So he says that. The next thing he says is that we are an impatient generation. We do not have patience to see things through. We don't have the patience to build successful relationships. We don't have the patience to build successful business working relationships, friendships. We don't have the sex we don't have the patience for success. Because we are we have grown up in an instant gratification in an instant gratification environment, you know. We want to buy something, we buy it. Online next day it's at our door. We don't have we don't even have to leave. You don't even have to be someone who can make on chicks these days. You can't, you don't even have to go, go up to go and be like, hey, like all awkward, like how are you? Ah, you can't. These days you swipe left, you're, you're, you're a boss. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the instant gratification has become so intense that we, <laughs> we, we kind of have forgotten the concept of working towards something. Okay. So Simon said, starts saying that. Because of that mentality Coupled with a broken self image Coupled with no coping mechanisms We live in an gra- instant gratification um, mindset We start to realize That the only thing we cannot instantly gratify Oh, damn I just I'm getting so passionate about what I'm talking about guys I just smacked my earphones out of my ears. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? I'm back, back, back on track, back on track. Um, so because of, because of that environment growing and because of obviously what, what I just explained about the broken image and the coping mechanisms, he says that we start to realize that the only things we cannot instantly gratify is job satisfaction and relationships. Those take work. Those take dedication. Those take time. Those take practice. That takes patience. We need to learn patience. Now, at this point in his talk, I was like, "Oh man, this guy's talking the truth, though." Like, there's a lot of what he's saying that made me feel uncomfortable, but I think it made me feel uncomfortable because it is the truth. All right, so it it, it was a bit it was a bit of an eye opener in a sense because a lot of the little things he was saying about how the instant gratification made me think about my past relationship, and it made me think about relationships I've had and friendships I've had, and how us as men sometimes say, "I want a girl that can do all this and be all that and be this type of way immediately." hey it's not a very uh, not a very smart thing to do okay so it made me call myself out a bit which i really appreciate i enjoy the introspection that this type of conversation brings so he he talks about instant gratification but he with the realization that we cannot get instant gratification in job satisfaction and in relationships which over the long run because we live in this space where we just want to be instantly gratified we end up like, for lack of a better word, fucking up our relationships and our job satisfaction. Okay? We really do. Um in the long run, if we don't change our minds. Then he moves into something and says, the environment we grow up in. Okay? So now he's talking about the corporate environment specifically. Okay? So, we're gonna, we're gonna put Little Nono online, uh, or on air, uh, fairly soon. I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna chat to him about this specific point as well, uh, with all the other points we just made. But I'm just giving you guys a recap now. So this is, the final point of the four points that Simon Sinek speaks about millennials in the workplace and he speaks about environments. Okay? He speaks about corporate environments specifically. He says that today he believes that the corporate environment does not support these young people that are handed, he believes, handed this bad uh, deck of cards in life. All right? Why he says it's a bad deck of cards? He says because the fact that you have a broken and low self-image is a result of bad parenting systems. That's what he said. Okay. Then he says the coping mechanisms that we don't know how to, that we don't have, are because of us being born into a digitally connected world. We cannot stop that. We cannot stop the fact that there is Facebook. Therefore, we engage in it. It's not our fault. The fact that we live in instant gratification, he once again says, it's not your fault. It's not the millennials' fault that they live for instant gratification because it exists in the world we live in. Okay. So he's saying that because of that, concept because of the fact that it's not our fault that we have the lowest self images in, in gen- of all generations that we don't have coping mechanisms that we live for instant gratification and lack patience he says it's not our fault and the problem is that corporate environments businesses do not accommodate for these Issues that millennials face That millennials have that millennials are He says that it's the responsibility Of businesses to ensure that They create the environments that allow For the moment's That are needed to create real trust To create real patience To create real friendships and relationships He says you should not be in a conference with your cell phone No cell phone should be allowed You should not look on a phone in a meeting when you're with other people That should be a rule in a business place But business places and a lot of corporate environments don't do that Because they care more about the numbers than they care about the young people They care more about the bottom line than they care about your life They care about the years more than the life Because at the end of the day good leadership should be something that nurtures you outside of the concept of being very good at accounting, you know, because you're the best accountants in the firm doesn't mean you're the best leader. doesn't mean that you're a happy person. The leadership in corporate companies and in the world, in everything we're doing start needs to start being driven towards how do we solve life problems that these young people are facing? These are the possible life problems. Philosophically, we have broken self images. we, don't have coping mechanisms because we rely on the digital world uh, to give us satisfaction out in our, in our, our, our shot of dopamine. We don't have patience because we live in an instant gratification society. And now we're in an environment where it seems like nobody gives a shit about that. They just want us to carry on. And, At the end of the day, that's unfair. And that is the responsibility of corporate South Africa to stand up and make changes. And if not, as the responsibility of us young people who are aware of these issues, who are actively trying to fight being addicted to social media, who are trying to be patient and really have good conversations and be in the moment and live in that space, it is our responsibility, perhaps, to come together and create businesses and systems that start to address those issues so that if... The older generation is not going to make a difference in our lives, then perhaps we need to start making a difference in, in our, our own lives and for our own generation. Right? Because at the end of the day, we're not going to, like, we can't wait. Guys, we can't wait for, for people to, to, to try and change our lives. You know, it's not going to be something that me as a person, uh, wants to do. Ooh can you hear that in the background hey futures new mixtapes playing sorry guys i just pulled out the orcs cable (laughs) but we're not going to wait for people man we can't we can't um sit around and expect people to to um to make our lives better you know as much as we have to rely on our leaders as much as we have to rely on our leaders guys we can't expect them to understand our situation our situation needs to be taken into our own hands and we need to make we need to make it work we need to make whatever we want to do work and i think as young people we have the potential to do that we have the the resources to do that and these four things that were just addressed by Simon Sinek um, on millennials in the workplace in some ways are very true and in some ways they're probably problematic because he does make major assumptions on things like low self-esteem on things like no coping mechanisms because at the same time that's his analysis of it guys we can take the truth out of that we can digest what is the truth call what we believe is the truth and other things that we disagree with which there are a couple that I disagree with in some sense there but I like to look at it in a positive way and see what I can learn from those four points and we're going to be learning a lot more after the break we're going to go into a song um, I know that you guys know me with the music man you know what it is every time V the everything's in the then we're killing the songs we're killing the music because I'm a massive hip hop I'm a massive hip hop fan so you guys can expect to be listening to all of that all day uh, so if you don't like it I don't really give a shit
2: What's poppin' everybody? This is your boy Shane Eagle and you are tuning to the Unplugged Radio Show right here on Cliff Central. Shout out to the
1: best rapper in South Africa, Shane Eagle. What's what? <laughs> yeah man, if you guys are just tuned in, we've been talking about workplaces, uh, millennials in the workplace, and we've been talking about building people that you building with people that you grow up with. That was Wale featuring Lil Wayne called Running Back. It's Wale's new single. He's trying to get on that new wave. He's really doing it well because the money be coming in. Hey, the money be coming in. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But wait for that new Shane Eagle mixtape coming soon too. He's going to be dropping something fire for the streets to hear. Trust me, man. We've been, we've been recording that thing for a couple of months now. The boy is on another level. But talking about boys on another level, I've got a dope guest with me in the building today. Lesonolo is in the house What's poppin' bro? Nothing much brother You gotta Thank move you that You gotta move that mic up to me bro You gotta move Yeah we go you, wanna, you don't wanna use the headphones You cool? No I'm cool, ah, I'm cool Look okay. at this guy <laughs> You know when a DJ You know when you're in a club nah, And a DJ uh, uh, Like DJs without the headphones on Ayy no bro that man means business right so talking about meaning business man i want to i want to hear what you're all about bro can you give the people just a like a short synopsis of what it is you do and what it is you stand for man
3: hi hi everyone thank you very much for having me on your show Anytime, ah, bro. i am greatly honored i must say you're a very good presenter
1: oh thank you very much bro i really appreciate that no
3: you're more than welcome thank you man now i am a social entrepreneur motivational yeah. speaker and voiceover artist
1: Oh, dope. Voice over? Yes, nice, yes, uh, man. Nice. I can hear the voice. It's nice and deep, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank do you. Do you, do you win a couple of chicks with that voice? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a disruption to mankind, but that's a topic for another day. Oh, for another day, yes, be, Okay. Yes, disruption
1: yes. to mankind. I hear you, dog. I hear you. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. I interrupted you there. Tell me what's up, bro.
3: Now, as a social entrepreneur, yeah. what we do is we, we, we bring programs that affect our community at a positive scale. The definition of social entrepreneurship from the dictionary's point of view mm-hmm. is basically doing business for a social cause.
1: Yes, to make a difference. No? Exactly
3: okay. that is an enterprise that is established with the aim of solving a problem.
1: Ah, okay. okay.
2: Now
3: the organization that we we run under is the motivational drive, of which I am the founder. I'm along in the studio with my business associates. Okay. Now what we do is we've got quite a number of programs, but firstly, I want to tell you what was the reason for establishment of the organization, because the reason for establishment of an organization is where lies either the success or failure of a business. Now the basicness and mediocrity that a whole lot of people in our time operate from was the reason for establishment of our organization. Okay, the mediocrity. The mediocrity and basicness, you know. Mm, now, mm, basically, mm. that's where we had to intervene and assist people in maximizing their human potential and to living a f- purposeful life.
2: Mm, okay.
3: You know, emancipating the kind of mindset, the poverty mindset, eradicating poverty, you know. Now, we've got a number of programs that we run.
2: Okay.
3: We start from an elementary elementary point. We've got elementary motivational tours at primary schools all the way until your varsity college, which we do motivational tours. We've got career expos. We've got business seminars and workshops. We've got also initiatives that we take on donating sanitary towels. And then on the business side, because as much as we, a social organization, we've got the business side. We've got services such as motivational speaking and life coaching, personal development and leadership consultancy, team building, And training, financial literacy, and education, also advice as well. And then we've also got counselling.
1: Yes. mm, yes. mm, mm. Round of applause for the poor one time. (laughs) That's crazy bro That sounds like a lot That you're doing man no. And, uh, and um, your your major Like what I picked up From that Like your major Purpose behind your uh, Social entrepreneurship Is to eradicate The basicness Basicness And, the, basic. and this this mentality Of, of poverty Right it, it all starts in the mind It all starts in the mind yes. Right So that's, that's, that's very true And I, I read uh, Sometimes I, I won't say I've read The entire book But a lot of times I, I tend to read A bit of Steve Biko And uh, a lot of Like socially conscious uh, Books because I kind of feel like That's part of like My responsibility As a young South African so, um, and also read that uh, he, he he mentions a lot, he speaks about um, the only uh, real oppressor in the mind of, of a young African man is his in the life of a young African man is his own mind. That's very much. True. And I think that concept applies across the board, right? To That's true. to 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 poverty, to wealth, to success. I think uh, if we are able to shift our minds in a certain direction, we our lives should go in that direction. That's very much true. Is no. your is your uh, company the talks that you have? Is this the kind of content you speak about?
3: Definitely. Now, by virtue that our your listeners are listening today to mm-hmm. Unplugged and In Charge, it shows already. That they're seeking a process of changing their lives, because obviously to listen to such a program, it shows already that you realize that you are, you can be you are actually more than you worth right now, yes. and then you realize the fact that the current job occupation or whatever you're doing now actually limits your gift, your ability. Now, hence, I took it upon my time, upon my shoulders to talk about maximizing your gift. And utilizing your talent. Yes. Because yes. each and every one of us, born, we were born with a specific gift within us. We were. We were,
1: and... Like a unique talent. Like
3: a, a unique talent. Yeah, I hear you. When you were created, you were created with a talent which is supposed to add value to the world, which is supposed to make a great contribution to this world. Mm. Now, the problem is, as you were talking about people that are just want to rely on government, mm. the problem is when you have not discovered your gift... Ash. It's a crisis, yeah. And your gift is not something that you get from college, or it's not something that you get externally. All that you need to succeed is internal.
1: Dropping the tools, baby. <laughs> a gift is not something you get from a college. college. Yeah, it's not something you get externally.
3: Exactly that. We go to college to refine and polish our gifts, but we don't okay. go to college to get our gift
1: So on that point, though, do you like? Do you think? Do you think it's a Challenge or I, I know it's a challenge for young people That leave school nah? What do they choose, how do they choose what they should study Because sometimes college should refine your gift nah? But you're not always sure How Like that process of Identifying your gift, do you do you go Into that type of thing, do you speak about that Do you, do you, do you know the, the process that you went Through, like how did you do it
3: Now your gift Lies in what you're passionate about okay. You might not realize it yourself uh, But that's true. Sometimes it's something you realize, something that irritates you. You want this to change. You want this to change. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where your gift lies. That's where your calling lies. That's Mm -hmm. where your business lies.
1: Something that's like, something that sits on your mind all day. Exactly. You can't sleep without thinking of that thing.
3: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And then sometimes what you do without having to experience difficulties doing that thing. Could lead you to your gift, something that you do and you wouldn't even mind not getting paid to do. That's where your gift lies.
1: Yeah, I hear you there, man. That's true. Exactly that. That's true.
3: Passion. Passion. Passion and purpose. Now the problem is that a whole lot of us we're trying to seek success from external factors. Yeah. Only to find that all that we need to succeed is within us. You know, God cannot give you a vision without providing a provision for every. Vision that you have let, Allow me to say to you That God has already Made a provision for that mm. Now if you discover Your assignment Because as I started This interview I said that Each and every one of us Was born For a specific assignment,
2: assignment Yes
3: And of which If you do not Do that you were Born to do You leave this world void you create a certain yeah. space that no one will ever come and fulfill that which you are born to do oh because it's uniquely you it's uniquely designed mm-hmm. for you god has designed you and equipped you with the specific gifts and talents specifically for that role sh- which he entrusted you to do Woo! Now, the problem talk is- to the people bro now, a problem is that a whole lot of us, we're so busy trying to pay water bills, lead bills, that we walk past our gift. The, yeah. The, the thing that's supposed to make us great. You know?
1: Because we're so trapped in the
3: system. We're, we're so trapped in the system, you know. And it's in our culture. It's in our culture mm. to trap us in the system. Because human culture makes it the number one goal for us to get employment. Which is directly opposite to God. So, as Miles, Dr. Miles Monroe puts it. Yeah. God's purpose for humankind was not employment but it was deployment now employment <laughs> is when you use your gift to benefit someone else and they succeed
0: yeah.
2: now
3: deployment is when you use your god-given gift to benefit humanity and you prosper now if everyone else thought this way i promise you we would not have crisis of lack of self-esteem because from the mm. moment that you, you realize that I was created equipped with potential created in the image and likeness of God there's no way that you can lack like, self-confidence
1: self-confidence no? there's
3: no way That's that true. you can lack like, self
1: yes Simon Sinek Yo, man, you you guys, that guy that made that video, we're not that broken, bro. We're not that self esteemless. We got some belief. Come on, dog. <laughs> that,
3: that's very much true. Yeah. That's very much you. true. Actually, the problem, as I was saying to you, that God's purpose for you is deployment, you yeah. know, using your gift to benefit humanity. Now, the problem is that a lot of our matriculates, when they go to varsity, they go to varsity and choose a career without the gift in their mind okay there's a whole lot of people that are working currently and are living a miserable life because when they chose their career they did not have the gift in mind mm. it's very much important that when you choose your career you need to have your gift in mind in mind mm. because as much as you might have more degrees than a thermometer but
1: if, <laughs> if more degrees in a the thermometer bed. if
3: you're not being that person Which you are born to be You yeah. will not feel fulfilled Yeah You and won't have that
1: happiness no? You would have that mm. happiness
3: And at the end of the day It all boils to Being content Sure It all boils to Being fulfilled Being content You know With your life mm. With your purpose The reason for mm. establishment Your why actually Why are you doing what you do mm. If it's only money That's motivating you To ah. do That which you are born to, That which you are doing Then I'm sorry to say this But You will never be content
1: Yeah You'll never You'll never really feel that, yeah, That's like Definitive of eternal sort of like happiness right
3: and there's no way that you can cry about employment when you've discovered your gift because your gift is within you if you chase away your bed it takes flight with it Hey, that's true. Tell fish to go away, mm. he takes fi- swim with him. Mm. Now your gift you go with it. No one can retrench you from utilizing a gift. Yeah. Because even if your God if even if your boss retrenched you, wherever mm. you land you can operate because your mm. gift is, within, is you. within
1: you, yeah. And it's like kind of being aware of what you're exactly capable of. It's like it's like when you think about yourself as a person and what you can offer this world, you need to be hundred percent aware of what it is. I can do What it is I love to do exactly. And then make sure You try and do that Every single day
3: right? Now the problem with us Is we're so looking at Withdrawing From this world Than de- making a deposit mm. You were created More than just to suck up Oxygen and die mm. You were created To leave a legacy mm. You know And let me tell you something Poverty depends on What people people think of you as your value. But when you tend to think of what, how you value yourself, when you discover your, your gift, you tend to think more about yourself. Mm. You know. Now, if you allow other people to determine your value, mm. that's where you got it all wrong. Mm. The moment you discover your gift, you discover your value. Shout out. There's, there's a saying that says your net worth is determined by your, your work. Ooh. But allow me to say to you that what determines your worth is actually the amount of level that you exercise your gift
1: mm. The Pop- level of your worth is the amount you exercise your gift Exactly. Because the that. more you exercise your gift The better you get at that The more comfortable you get in that space And the more effective it is in the world
3: Exactly uh, In the book of Proverbs it says A man's gift makes room for him In other words it makes it impossible for you not to be recognized hmm. When you utilize a gift For example We always complain about investors We always complain about funding as youth yeah. But then Why don't you attract The investors Because Once a mango fruit Or whatever fruit bears its fruit There's no way that People wouldn't walk Towards that tree
2: Yeah If you
1: start to show Like I I say this to people too It's like like, Don't always just expect something Let's see the vehicle Let's see the wheels turning You know it's like There's a saying that says Okay if you drive on a highway And you see a guy It's pouring with rain But you see this guy Stuck on the side of the road He's just sitting in his car
3: That's true You're not going to
1: stop And help that guy But if you drive In the rain It's pouring with rain You see a guy Out of his car Pushing his own car In the pouring rain What you gonna do You are gonna get up And help him Because you feel You can see a man Is trying to make a plan Make a plan People will People will support that plan
3: That's definitely true Because the demand Upon your life Is directly tied to the Problem which you have to solve Because each and every one of us Is here to solve a problem Mm. And then we are give We are given a gift Equipped to solve That specific problem Now the moment You realize that You need not to cry for government, you need not to depend on government, Government. Mm. because our youth currently we've created what we call a government to be an economical parent, Mm. of which when the government fails to produce our needs we think that it's the end of the world and that's not how we're supposed to operate as youth mm. like as you said we are the Manilian youth we need to make things happen mm. you know it's about time that we started standing up for the things that we want to see change in our lifetime you know mm. it's about time that we be the people that we are born to be that's true. and it, it comes from exercising your gift and talent absolutely bro it comes from within it's not something that you get externally, as I yes. said. You
1: awesome. can't find it outside there. It comes from inside you. Everything comes from inside you, man. Like, the people that you're around support what's inside you. You know, it's important to have good people around you, too, when you, once you identify this gift, so they can keep pushing you to, to reach that. Speaking about having good people around you, I know you brought some homies in the studio. Definitely. I like, I like the way Derek's looking with the cap and the tat. <laughs> Derek, what's, what's happening there, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, mom? I'm all good, man. Thank yeah. you for pulling through. Yeah. Talking to your friend, Little uh, Nolaya, he seems like a very well put together guy very well. Motivated and extremely positive person. Yes. Uh, are you guys close? Have you guys been friends for a long time? How do yeah. you support each other?
0: We've been friends from the, from like the longest time. I recall being his friend since the age of like maybe eleven or.
1: Oh, that's crazy! So it's been the, a couple of years, yeah.
0: Been a couple of years, so I know me, I know him On a on a personal level. You know, yeah. nothing you can tell me about him that I don't know already. I, f- I feel you. So we support each other, whether it be relationship-wise. Yeah, know, yeah. Um, Spiritually you yeah. know, Whatever problems That we may face We're going to face it together That's very really important Because if you don't Face it together It actually defeats The whole purpose Of brotherhood Exactly
1: you know, start right start So trying to push. build with the people You came up with exactly. right Stick with the people That were there You exactly. know what I'm saying Good. So like talking about The motivational drive And making a social impact With your businesses Are you guys um, Are you guys uh, Involved in that too
0: Yes, we are.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. As he said, we
0: are uh, his business partners. Partners, we, yeah. we together. So every movement that he pushes, we're part of the movement. Nice. You know? Whether it be the marketing strategy or whatever, mm. or how we're gonna come up to the, come out to the people, mm. finding sponsors or whatever, mm. motivating people, we're there.
1: That's awesome, know. bro. Yeah. We need more people. We need more friends like you guys, man. We need more groups of young people with minds that wanna make a difference in this world. It's very important. We got another guy in the building. He's, uh, he's on the left hand side of my boy Derek right over there. <laughs> yeah. His name's Trini. What's popping Trini?
2: Yo, man. All is good, my man. Are
1: you good? Always good. Man. You look like a really happy guy. You got like this really happy face. You gotta get closer
2: to the mic, though. okay. I'm sorry. You, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, yeah, You know, uh you have to like, you know, condition yourself Just, just what, give me so. a second, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, whenever I do that, that means Palessa just walks into the building. Palestine,
1: what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what do you wanna <laughs> fix? What do you wanna fix? <laughs> Are you good?
2: <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt you, bro. Tell me what's up. Yeah, man, uh like you said, man, uh yeah. we've been working uh, together since the inception of the of the company. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I have to say like ever since we've been officially registered there's been nothing but exponential growth on our part oh that's great yeah we learned a lot and you know we're addressing such issues like the topic that you're having today Mm. and i think one of the main problems is that we as the youth is that um how do i put this we wanna we wanna get without giving a full equivalent
1: you want to get without giving a fair equivalent as yeah. the youth? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You we we want to receive. We have this thing of entitlement, exactly. all of us, and that's exa- exactly. in a way that's what Simon and Simon Sinek was talking about. He said, yeah. he said the major problem with the millennials is we feel entitled. Yeah. We don't want to go through the processes. Mm. So you know, one thing that you're saying now that really hits me is that as young people, yeah, we need to give to return, that's to get true. in return. Yeah? yeah.
3: And we need to understand that one life is for Israel. Mm. Life is a roller coaster. Life is freezer Firstly, Mandela, when he went to prison, he went to prison as a lawyer. Yes, he did. He was up there in prison. He became a, what a prisoner. Yeah, he was down there. Mm-hmm. When he went out, he went out as a prisoner. President. president. Likewise, likewise with Joseph. Joseph, his brother, sold him to Egypt. Yes. He went there as a prisoner. He went from pit from the pit. They threw him in the pit, yeah. and then he went from pit. Being a, pri- a a priest, mm. you know, so life is phasal today. You're up there, and tomorrow you can be down there. Now, the problem with current youth is we do not appreciate the stages of life, mm. we do not embrace the challenges along the journey. You know, we just want to see ourselves up there.
1: Hey, and- that's such a good point because you know what Simon Sinek said. Hey, you know what he said? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so crazy. You see how things work in the universe, how things puzzle together. Because what this video said to me, exactly what you're saying, it's a metaphor. He you said, You know what, young people, we look at this mountain. And at the top of the mountain, we see idealism. We yeah. see what we ideally want to be and do and feel this happiness. And that's where we put our mind at. But we look at that idealism so much that we don't realize that there's a mountain in front of us that's that we true. need to climb. That's true. And we get frustrated because all we want is that top peak of the mountain. That's but true. we don't want to take the steps needed to get to the top. So exactly uh, what, what you're saying now, we don't always recognize that there's a process.
3: Bro. And to get to the top, there, you need to embrace challenges. The problem is that we run away from challenges. David, David, what made him great? It was conquering Goliath, the problem. Yeah, the big problem. The problem that you have today is actually leading you to your greatness. Yeah. The problem is that one problem come we tend to cry, we mourn and all that because we just want to see ourselves at the top. Mm. And we don't know that everyone that has ever become great, the people that we read about in this t- day and time, they solved a problem that was the reason that they were great today. Now look at people like Esther. Esther solved a problem of genocide. Mm. Jesus Christ solved the biggest problem of sin. You know, every great person, Martin Luther King, which I mm. follow very much, yeah. solved the problem of racism mm. and all that within America. Mm. Each and every person that Ateba, is great Gandhi, today. All these guys, they did major things. They solved a problem, you know.
1: It doesn't, you know sometimes as a person Also I agree with you You're solving a problem In your life right now
3: That's exactly what I'm doing Yes That's what I was just about To talk about We as the motivational drive we solving the problem Of mediocrity Basicness Mental Captivity Yes Those are the kind of
1: Problems we're solving Absolutely no. If I, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there no, no, What's powerful about that Is that Sometimes you don't need To become the president To make it To solve a problem
2: No 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 Do you know what I mean no
1: You can solve the problem In your world and if you solve your world's problem and I solve my little world's problem, together we solve a big issue.
2: Because you're the governor yourself, you of see that small one. The yeah. thing, yeah. Is, with the jewels. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, nothing such as public
3: chaos, Von. Mm. We've got an individual chaos that affects the community. Mm. If everyone was well organized, well managed, we wouldn't have community problems.
1: That's so the truth.
3: It's it's all about managing where you are. It's not about waiting to be great mm. for you to start making a difference. Mm. Mm. Just to jump in there. Mm. Um, and the problem
0: is that us youth, right? We, we want quick success. Success, as Lifano said, you know. We want money like instantly. We mm. don't actually realize that you're going to have to work for it, you mm. know. And the pressure of us wanting money. You know, it's because of social media You know, you go on Facebook You yeah, see your favorite true. artist or celebrity Driving a nice car Or your peers, you know yeah. Driving a nice car And then you can't actually wait to get there mm. You know And mm. then you actually just forget That the, you're going to have to work The pressure to gets get to there. you The pressure gets to mm. you,
1: mm. you know? so, It's yeah. so true, man Like, if you guys have just joined in Like, we're the, the, on the last five minutes of the show So if you just joined in Yo, yo, wake up, bro Wake that's up get, get, yeah. get, back, get back on Get back on this radio show From 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock But anyway, if you've just joined in We've had the the guys from the Motivational Drive-In Little Nono and Derek They're in the building With us They've been chatting About what they do And how they build Together to make a Difference in their Communities um, If you guys are Just tuning in I'm going to be Wrapping up real soon So I want to get Like the last thoughts From you guys Okay I want just like A final thought Just like a sentence Or two About what you'd like To tell the youth um, Starting with Trainee, Going to Derek And then ending off With the main man Little Nono <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> You know uh, For me it's simple man uh, we need to curb this mentality of conformity, so people need to bear in mind that if they can feed you, then they can starve you. Ah, yeah, that's sh- what I can say. there
1: we go. If they can feed you, they can starve you. jewels from training in a building <laughs>
0: Mine is
2: just simple, hey?
0: Patience is key, you know whatever dream you may be pushing right mm. now, whatever idea you know whatever path that you might be taking, uh, patience is key because without patience. Um That's gonna, just, just going to mess up with your mind It's going to mess up with the vision So
3: patience is key
1: Patience is key yeah. I hear you there bro That is so true And you let's know what you're saying to the young people man
3: My conclusion will be the law of sowing and reaping Mm. As we all know, the law of sowing and reaping, mm. what you sow, you, will, you reap. will reap. Now, to my listeners, I say to them, whatever whatever that you sow, sow with excellence and with greatness, mm. because whatever that you sow, you will reap. Uh, thank there you is so no much. success that is not worked for. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if God is not included in whatever you do, your success is, is in vain. Success without God is no success. So in whatever plans that you have for this year, whatever that you have, put God in your plans and mm. you will succeed Preach. because He created you to succeed uh,
2: thank oh, you man. very much thank you very Preach much you guys
1: thank you so much for joining me man I really appreciate you guys I really appreciate what you're doing I really love seeing young people moving and shaking we need more of you guys in the world thank you so much gentlemen thank, thank you Yo, man, that brings us to the end of the shortest hour of the week, every single week, the Unplugged Radio Show. Uh I am your host, Vaughn Thiel. The rest of the dudes are out doing their business. You know how it is, man. You know how it is. These guys get busy. You know, guys like, let's say, Where where's Weza, shout out. Shout out to Weza this week. I, I see he got some offices up in Joburg to do some motivational, uh, you know, coaching or voice coaching and and that type of thing, which he's really doing well. At. Shout out to him. I know uh St. P. has been busy with meetings, and you know... You know, your boy Lesejo is always in some or other conference where he is trying to win the land back for his people in South Africa. (laughs) Shout out to you, LSG. I see you, my boy. Uh, yeah, man. So therefore from my side, you know, we, we had a, we had a really good discussion with the guys from the motivational draft speaking about building with your friends and making a difference in uh, the society that you live in. Uh, Some really cool dudes doing some really cool things out there. It really makes me think about the conversation I had in Germany with that girl that says, there are good young people in this world Vaughn There are good young people in this world That can resolve co- That can resolve issues without conflict I believe it I believe it I believe it I believe it can happen I know us young people will rise We will prove these old cats wrong Because uh, they don't really know Who we are yet But they will soon uh, We spoke about millennials in the workplace Which was a really interesting topic to me And I'm still going to go into that Because I'm very passionate about the workplace As an entrepreneur I try to make my difference in my space So uh, Yeah, man, thank you for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate your support. I really appreciate your listening to my voice. (laughs) I hope my voice is not annoying. I hope that it does make this the shortest hour in the week. (laughs) But anyway, man, until next time, tune in to Unplugged and In Charge every Thursday from 12 to 1 o'clock. We really appreciate all the tweets and the WhatsApps. Shout out to you guys. We're signing out.
2: Hey, it's Tessa Tyler and you're listening to the Unplugged Radio Show on cliffcentral.com
0: cliffcentral.com